Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Have you been the victim of a phantom bus? Um, the Sinn Féin TD Louise O'Reilly was talking about this in the Dáil yesterday. Like she says, workers in her constituency are actually at risk of being sacked because they can't get to work on time because of the famous disappearing buses. And I've talked about it here on this show. I've experienced it myself uh, within the last year, standing, waiting for the phantom bus that just doesn't arrive. And the part I can never get my head around is that with all the tech giants and the tech gods out there in this country, that we just can't come up with a very simple little app that manages to tell us when the bus isn't going to come. Because it'll tell you in the schedule. I experienced it myself this morning, standing, waiting, looking at the bus and the bus just never arrived. I watched the countdown from five minutes to two minutes to one minute, waiting for the bus to show up. Never turned up. I mean, like it's incredible in 2023 that we can't just find an app that'll manage to sort it, sort it out for us. Uh, Joshua's with us on the line. Joshua, I mentioned the phantom buses earlier today. Have you been the victim of a disappearing bus? Hi, Andrea. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have. I think phantom buses, I, I've spoken to you about it before, um, they're, they're definitely still an issue. Um, I think you're talking about the app there. Um, I think people have come to kind of get used to the idea that when it says scheduled on the app, um, that the bus is just not going to show up. Well, it's and a sort of a loose, it's a kind of a, a loose use of the words scheduled. You know, it might show, yeah. might not, might not. Wait, yeah, so when again. it says the time on the app, that generally means it's live tracked. And then when it says scheduled, that means that it's not, the live tracking isn't working, which tends to mean it's just not going to show up. And I think that just kind of goes to the lack of communication that we're getting from Dublin Bus and from the companies operating the buses because, you know, if it's not going to show up, like, tell us that. And if it's cancelled, we, we, you need to be informing your customers that the services are cancelled. But there's also other issues there as well. I mean, um, last night I was working um, in my, my university in the cloakroom at an event um, and I finished at half 11 and went to get the last bus at 11.45 and a pretty much empty bus passed me by with a load of students um, and left about 20 to 30 students just sitting there um, on the side of the road with no other way home, um, the last bus like completely passed us by, um, and I didn't get end up getting home till about two a.m. I had to get the N4 <clears throat> into the financial services centre and get the G2 um, out to where Valley is, and that was reasonably close to where I live. And then I got a taxi from there. Um, so th- I think that this all so boils why, down sorry, to why, we why, need why, to recognise just, just didn't just just yeah. didn't stop. Just didn't stop. I think there was a big um, freshers event there, so I think it didn't want to deal with a load of drunk students. But I mean, obviously, I hadn't had any alcohol. I, I was working. I just wanted to get home after a long day at work. Yeah. Anna is with us as well, Joshua. Anna, have you experienced disappearing bosses lately? Yes, I have. Um, last year, when I was going to college, I'd be when I if the issue was when I was coming home from college. It'd be, the trains are fine, but the buses coming home, especially on rainy days, buses would disappear and buses won't be on time. Sometimes I had to walk because we'd be waiting there for a good hour for a bus. And I was just like, okay, I'll make a home by walking even in the rain, Mm. which is ridiculous. Like loads of people would just be walking home. Loads of people would relate to this as well. So, so what? So, so what? What do you think's the solution, Anna? I say the solution is they have to put in like every twenty minutes. There should be another bus every twenty minutes. The buses just aren't. They're, they're not. They're not frequent enough, basically. 
No, they're not. Yeah. It's like you miss one bus, you, there won't be another one until an hour. And where where were you travelling to, Anna? Sorry, did you say? I was, I, I went to Crumlin College every day last year for like my college because I did hairdressing. Okay. And um, I'd be coming home every time and every day I'd be coming home, the buses would either be delayed or it'd be too early yeah. for when I got off the train. And then especially on rainy days as well, it'd be packed. You won't even, they won't even stop for some people to get on. So, yeah. It's, text it's just a chaos, a big chaos. This texture as well says, you know, my sister ended up having to buy a car because of phantom buses. She'd get two bus errand buses to get to, she'd have to get two of them to get to work. Uh, but she'd end up being, you know, left waiting multiple times per week. Generally would have to wait an hour then for the next bus to arrive. And the government won't get people to give up their cars without a reliable public transport system. In the UK, they have an apology announcement if the train is even one minute late. Here... A crap service is just the norm. Uh, Lynn is with us. Lynn's from the, the Lusk Action Group. Are there a lot of problems at the moment with disappearing buses in Lusk, Lynn? Hi, Andrea. Um, well, if it was only disappearing buses that were our issue, um, it would be great. Um, we made a submission there to the National um, Transport Authority last week um, based on kind of a lot of feedback from the community we have huge issues with our service here in Lusk and kind of in the North County, but particularly here because by the time um, buses get to Lusk from Balbriggan, they can be full and bypass people. So we have issues with no show, with cancellation, with late arrival, you know, buses oversubscribed, overcrowded buses, ghost buses, you know, you name it, uh, we have it really in Lusk. Um, and I suppose it is symptomatic in Lusk of an awful lot of overdevelopment over yeah. the last number of years with a hugely um, increasing, rapidly uh, rising population over the last number of years. And since the last census, um, our population are widely has, has grown by 3,000. Within the town itself has grown by 1,000. So our system is under, our, pub, our public transport system is under a lot of pressure um, and the needs are not being catered for, you know. But we have, you know, we, we have a capacity issue. But what we also have is a, a really, really big service issue. You know, we have services that simply do not work. And it is just beyond a joke. We have a we have the dubious honour now in Dublin of, of uh, being voted the uh, the worst transport system, public transport system in Europe. You know, and I don't see the, you know, Dublin bus or go ahead. I don't see them actually doing much about it. You know, it seems to be, you know, almost a, a joke, really, that people discuss these things, you know, uh, instead of there being, you know, widespread out rage, you know. You know, it's funny in, in, in listening to you there, Lynn, like you talk about the fact that the route out to Lusk and, and, and that service is oversubscribed and, and you could look at that, you know, in a weird way as a positive thing because obviously more and more people want to leave their cars at home and they want to listen to the, um, to the Environment Minister Eamon Ryan and they want to get public transport more. The problem though is that sure you and many others and all the other people Louise O'Reilly was talking about yesterday are standing waiting at the bus shelter for this bus. And sure, I mean, if you're lucky enough for it to show up, it's full 
and then you have to wait long periods for the next one. It is. And what happens in Lusk in particular is that people just get bypassed. So there will be people standing waiting for their bus. And by the time it gets to us, it's full and it bypasses them. And the previous guy um, mentioned the bypassing of students there because the bus driver doesn't really feel like picking them up. You know, and we have that issue in Rush here. Um, with kids coming home from school where the bus just passes them by. They don't want to pick up a load of teenagers and the kids end up waiting an hour or an hour and a quarter for another bus to come along. Um, We have the same issue with DCU, with kids now getting home from DCU or getting into work. It's just, it's actually a farcical, to be honest with you. Uh, It's a system that simply does not work. Alan says, my son missed college yesterday due to two or more absent number 75 buses. This is towards Dunleary. And it's not unusual, he says, on this route. Nile and Blackrock as well. If the phantom bus are a result of a lack of bus drivers, then what hope do we have for bus connects? It's a complete joke. Uh, Blahine and Mead, the 109A airport bus from Navan drove straight past me on one occasion despite my frantic attempts attempts to hail it down. There's only one every hour so I had to get a really expensive taxi and the last time I tried to use the service a few months ago the bus simply never showed up. I was left waiting on the side of the road for 30 minutes until I was able to organise a lift. I can only imagine how many people were put out by this. It's the last thing anybody needs when they're under time constraints to catch a flight and it's embarrassing when you compare it to other countries and their public transport system, it's a really poor service. Blahine, you're absolutely dead right. I was uh, had to deal with the same issue myself last year at Dublin Airport, not give, given out about the taxis, but given out about the bus that just never showed up. Like, it, it is, I mean, the, the bit that's so laughable, as Lynn pointed out, is that we just completely accept this. Felgen Jones is from the Dublin Commuter Coalition. It is really embarrassing, Felgen. It, yeah, I mean, it really is. It, I think the driver shortages now is jeopardising sustainable transport policy of the government. It's like it's been going on for two, three years now, and very little has improved. Bus Connect has it and is improving services in that it is putting on more buses where it's implemented. But every single phase of Bus Connect so far has been delayed and push back and push back again and again because they just don't have the drivers. And they're doing a big recruitment campaign. I mean, uh, at the moment, I was reading about it during the week, looking specifically for female drivers as well. So it's not that they're not making an effort to try and recruit. They're recruiting a lot, but they're also losing a lot of drivers. So, I mean, the net gain isn't that much, you know. Um, Unfortunately, they're losing drivers to other sectors. And it has been going on for years and it hasn't been resolved. So how are we going to solve this? Because we're constantly telling people to leave your car at home and get public transport. I think Dublin Bus and the NTA and all the companies have to look at why the bus drivers are leaving and actually address that directly as opposed to hiring more and more drivers, putting 10 weeks, six, seven, eight weeks of training into every single driver, but then at the other end, people are just leaving. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not a very efficient way of solving the problem. You can't just keep recruiting. You have to focus on retainment. I live and work in Luke and this texter says my office has a direct view of a bus stop. There's very few buses that arrive and even fewer that stop. Uh, the Lewis, this listener says, regularly does this too. Two minutes that could last 10 
or the display just appears after waiting over 15 minutes. Another texter, the problem with the buses, the NTA, with, uh, the, with the buses is the NTA, they demand a level of service that sometimes cannot be delivered. Mary's on the line. Mary, what's the story with phantom buses in Galway? Oh, I, I didn't... Um, no, my call was in relation to my daughter travelling to Derry on Monday. The early... Um, the bus, she was due to arrive in Toome at 6.30. It was 10 minutes arriving late there. It subsequently uh, stopped, I think it was in Sligo. There was a delay of 20 minutes while drivers changed. It eventually got to Derry 45 minutes late. There was no apology. Um, no, nothing said to the passengers, but it resulted then in my daughter <coughs> excuse me, having to get a taxi from Derry to um, Coolrain University. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, she missed her onward um, train. Right. It was her first day in college, so it was obviously Nightmare. very stressful. Very disappointing. You know, it's exactly that. The stress of that, Mary, for her on her first day. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it, you know, she's going to be travelling there for the next four years. And, you know, to, to think that she can't reasonably go back on a Monday morning because the lectures don't start till lunchtime on Monday. Um, you know, what good is a service if it's not going to arrive on time? It's, it's remarkable the number of people, you know, getting in touch actually about this. The problem in this country is that no one is held to account, whether it's the bus company, the banks, the politicians, millions spent on electric buses which can't be used because no one thought to get the planning to install the chargers. More incompetence, more taxpayer money wasted, says Alan. Uh, this listener, I get the 83 from Glasnevin to the city centre and home again every day. A phantom bus at least four times a week. I'm waiting 45 minutes in a bus. Nothing unusual. This listener says about that. Another texter, I've, I'm listening to the conversation here the, today and I've just witnessed a bus pass a young girl. She had her hand up and hand out. The bus wasn't even full. Happened on Mount Street Lower. Uh, he stopped at the next stop though. Um, Mike is in Kerry and he's just back from Japan and says, you know, the whole public transport system beyond compare, no such thing as a late service. And even if the weather's related delays, there's, there's apologies all round. Maybe instead of Irish consultants to analyse the transport system, we should outsource the whole thing. To the Japanese, says Mike. Tom is with us. Tom, you're a bus driver in in Westmead. Um, how do we solve the issue with the Phantom bus? Well, the biggest well, well I'm, I'm from Westmead, but I'm actually I, I was actually driving in Dublin. But the, the 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 biggest problem is they're looking for for drivers. It, it's 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 actually paying the drivers. Uh, drivers um, for the likes of the bus companies around get paid very very small money. For the job that they have to do, you could be leaving. You could be leaving your home at half three or four o'clock in the morning um, to be going to do your route wherever to be Dublin, um, down to uh, Nace or wherever. I mean, it's an awful, an awful early start. You have a lot of people on the bus. You have a lot of things to watch out for now. You have cyclists. You have people on bikes, people on scooters, especially Dublin City. Around Dublin City, you'd want eyes in the back of your head mm. when you're driving. What's well, an it's incredibly very- responsible job? Yeah, it is, Tom, and it, like makes, it, it, it makes it even harder. You, you've, you've, there's that many, there's that many rules and safety, which is fair enough. Mm. You don't mind, but at least reflect the money. That's why people, people are working for a little while. They might be getting their license, and then they're going away doing, doing other things, uh, tours and 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 private coaches and stuff like that. Because you just, it, it's just too much of responsibility, and the, the money is not reflecting it, uh, in my opinion. And I, I, I'd say a lot of drivers would agree with me. 
uh, on that. And that's mm-hmm. why so many people that they're recruiting the whole time, but people are not staying and they're not they're not going uh, to 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 any of these companies now. You know, like if you could see Tom, the amount of messages coming in here at WhatsApp, you know, from people complaining about buses and and routes, and we're not having a go at uh, at you or or your colleagues or, or bus drivers, but I imagine that you probably you probably get the brunt of this, do you? I, I yeah, oh, of course we do. Like I, I I used to do a run from 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 Dublin uh, down to Eden Derry, and I mean, at least seven times out of ten, the bus would be full from. Um, say were the halfpenny bridges, you'd fill the bus there, and that's it. People be waiting in Liffey Valley then, and you drive by them, and they're going off the head. But there's nothing you can do because you can't fill the bus any more than what you have. Um, you know there should be there should be more buses on, but then you can't have more buses on because you don't have the drivers to drive the buses. So this is this this is the problem. And then you have certain routes going in the mornings at half four, five o'clock when you're on a double decker bus that holds seventy people plus, and there's nobody on it. So it, the whole thing needs to be needs to be turned around and looked mm. into. And I know people's frustrated, and I know I've got the brunt of it the whole time. But that's just the way. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is. There is not enough drivers there because they don't want all that. Risk. They look at the money and they, they think of all the responsibility you have to do, uh, all the courses you have to do, everything else. And it's just, it's it's just not in it, you know. And you're kind of fighting against um, uh, against the, uh, the the depot and all that the whole time about different things. And of course, buses. A lot of the buses are quite unreliable as well, which is another problem. Right. This listener here. I live in Donabate. The population uh, set to double to twenty thousand in the next few years. We don't have a direct bus to the city centre. Now we've we've a bus to Swords, which may or may not turn up. We've a train link, but like the buses, they're infrequent, stuffed beyond capacity, and unreliable. My son went to DCU. It took an average of ninety minutes to get there. If the bus actually arrived. It took longer to get home as several full buses would pass by and sure then he'd miss the next bus from Swords to Donabate. The whole thing is a 20-minute car journey. Um, public transport, a joke. But the bus was once half an hour late. I asked the driver what's going on. He stared at me and aggressively said, So what? Traffic. This listener, Ashburn bus Tuesday morning. Two buses didn't turn up. The next one was full. Loads of people left at the stop as well. I like it's It's... I, I mean, the the thing that re- I, I told, I'd get your point all right about the recruitment, Tom, but the, the bit that aggravates me is that when you look at the app and there's a bus and it's due to come and it just never arrives. I, I, I just, I can't fathom how they can't update the app. Because I think that's what really aggravates people. Because the app is ahead thinking that the bus is coming along or it's been there, but then they realise they don't have a driver or the bus is broken down. But or the bus is that. they must know that in the morning. Well, they do, but it's, it's that poor, it's that poor of a service. I, I, I lived in England for a long, long time and uh, I can tell you the transport service in England would, would put a shame to the whole of this country. The, the transport system in Ireland is an absolute joke and that is a fact. Tom, we leave it there. Thanks for, for calling in. 1800-453-106 is the number. I mean, yeah, we could spend an hour here talking today about the Phantom Bus. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.